folks, and welcome to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Today's show, spotlighting another youth hunter. Outdoor news, we talk waterfowl with Sean Eyre from Toxic Calls, have field updates, and that's not all. Let's get rolling. Remember, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas. Get a hold of me anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop me an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining today is my producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. First off, I want to say before we get rolling too far into this, Tigger, is thank you fans for reaching out. Last week, yes, I got a little bit more emotional, sentimental, brought you into my life, sharing my cancer diagnosis, but I just wanted to say it was overwhelming, humbling, and just know I appreciate each and the every one of you. The emails were amazing. Oh my got. gosh, Phone the calls, thoughts, emails, the messages. prayers, and thank you. You know what? Thank you, everybody, for letting me share my journey and joining me on it as well. One thing that we found is with so many people that had reached out is how they have uh, had somebody in their life suffer from cancer or they themselves have had a bout with cancer. It, the network that you created, your your own crew, is using my word, is amazing of the people that reached out from literally across the globe. What Absolutely. a wonderful Absolutely. And you know what? I'm thankful for each and every one of you. Mm-hmm. Together, we got this. That sound means it's our spotlight. I love hearing about youth successes and firsts. Today, we head to the Dakotas. Congrats to Cooper Ivanyu and really his whole hunting party, including grandpa, uncles, his godfather, along with cousins. They were all out and making a memorable first rifle hunt for this 11-year-old. Cooper took down a beautiful doe with his dad, Russ Ivanyu, by his side. Ivanyu. Yeah, no. What, what nationality Ukrainian. Is- that's very good that you know. That's of course impressive. I know. That's impressive. <laughs> Ivanyu. Okay, continue. And folks, continue. just so you know, that's not all that they did for this, memor- this memorable weekend. After enjoying the deer hunting, they all got in on some waterfowl actioning happening too in the Dakotas. Talk about hammering those ducks. Again, congrats to Cooper Ivanyu. I'm going to I'm going to share some of the pictures his mom sent in to me. And just so you know, you made your mom, Miranda, very proud too. I love hearing about this stuff. So be sure to check the Bend page where, like I said, I'll be sharing some of his pictures and his recent successes out in the field. Now I have a challenge for everybody. If you've been paying attention and a fan of the show, you know that we're coming up on our one-year anniversary. It's just around the Bend, November 6th. And in honor of that, we're going to have a contest. I want to see you. I would love to have you submit your favorite photo of your own that you took over this last year in the outdoors and submit it to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Or you can send it over Facebook at The Bend Show. And what we're going to do, Tigger and I are going to judge the photos, pick our favorite, and the winner is getting a special cat care package right here from The Bend. I thought you were sending a cat. I know. I got tongue that twisted. Would, that would be oh great. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, we're sending you one of our feral <laughs> barn cats. Congratulations. All right, all right. So there you go. Let me summarize it one more time. Pick out your favorite photo. It doesn't matter what it is. It deals with the outdoors. That's the theme. Submit it to bendradioshow at gmail.com. you're going to get a box full of You're going to get a box of goodies. We're going to get some ranch house coffee. We're going to get some Mickey's mustard. And you never know what else Tigger might throw in that box when I'm not looking. A feral barn cat. (laughs) Sit back and enjoy the news. 
heading across the ocean to England, the picturesque Norfolk coast on England's eastern shore, world famous for its miles of sandy beaches and historic fishing villages, is attracting global attention following the discovery of a century-old shipwreck. A local snorkeler and filmmaker, Chris Taylor, spotted the remains of the SS Commodore near the town of Sheringham. On a rainy November night 125 years ago, the SS Commodore was carrying coal to London from Newcastle when the ship ran aground. All 14 sailors on board survived, but the Commodore sank into the seabed. Taylor used his drone to take shots of the wreck from above and sent it to a local museum to confirm it is was indeed the SS Commodore. Since Taylor's discovery, many have flocked to see the remnant of the past, visible now, but maybe not for long. While we're still across the ocean, Germany, German angler catches stunning mandarin fish. Who knew a catfish could be so beautiful? Martin Glatz, an angler from Germany, recently landed a stunning fish, yellow in color, that he calls a mandarin catfish. Glatz was fishing with his twin brother at a lake in the Netherlands when he boated this unique specimen. Glatz brought the fish to the boat, snapped a couple of pictures with it while admiring its vivid yellow coloring, and then released it in hopes that it will grow to be a very big one. The fish is a Wells catfish, which is a large species of catfish that's prevalent in too much of Europe. The popular species of game fish can grow up to nine feet long and weigh in excess of 400 pounds. That said, almost none of them look like Glatz's catch. Most Wells catfish are muted grays or browns. Glatz mandarin catfish is most likely a leucidic Wells catfish. Leucism results from a disease that affects the pigmentation in the skin. It's distinct from albinoism, which leads to a total lack of pigmentation. This is an uncommon condition that can affect almost any species of animal. Take a second look. If you have a chance, the reason why I went into this is the fish is actually pretty dang cool. The vivid yellow made it to be a very pretty for a cat. Do you notice that's the second reference you've made towards a cat? Yes. I'm just I just I'm had just to saying. do it. I realized we're, we got something saying, going dear, on this I'm show. Just, I'm just <laughs> saying. That, and how interesting was it a few days ago? You'll have to tell everybody, but how we, we got. Uh, yes, we ended up with a visitor. We, we ended a up visitor. with a visitor. Yes. Uh, we came in the shop right next to the house. And all of a sudden, there were some droppings that should not have been there, a little bigger than normal. Scat. They weren't Is dead that the bugs. proper word that yes, I'm supposed to use? Yes, There you go. And we were on the hunt. Well, I kind of had the feeling something just wasn't right. Both of us, something just wasn't right. Something was in here. We we pulled back <laughs> the blanket. And there were some beady eyes looking at us. And there were some beady eyes. And there was <laughs> a meow. Eyes. And, and, uh, and we, oh, we were taken off for, we needed to go to your first chemo treatment. Yes. And so, but we did leave some water and some dog food out for the cat, which inhaled it. But I don't think the cat's there anymore. Third reference towards cat. I'm just saying maybe we're on to something, dear. Not talking about cats in this next one. Let's head back to the United States. Florida. For the first time since 1990, recreational anglers fishing in some parts of Florida will be allowed to take home a Goliath grouper for dinner. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission voted without dissent to approve proposed new rules for a highly regulated limited harvest of the gentle giants. When final approval comes at its March 2022 meeting, harvest could begin as early as 2023. The fish as adults, which can weigh three to 400 pounds, they have been protected in state and federal water since 1990 when they were deemed to be overfished.
Lastly, Arizona. Hundreds of three-eyed dinosaur shrimp emerged from Arizona monsoon. According to officials, following a torrential summer downpour in northern Arizona, hundreds of bizarre and prehistoric-looking critters emerged from tiny eggs and began swimming around a temporary lake on the desert landscape. These tad... Tigger's laughing at me. These tadpole-sized creatures called triops. Are magazine or something? Give me a break. Are you serious You know, this? Halloween's just around oh, the corner. These tadpole-sized creatures called triops look like mini horseshoe crabs with three eyes, and their eggs can lie dormant for decades in the desert until enough rainfall falls to create lakes that provide the real estate and time for the hatchlings to mature and lay eggs for the next generation. They did go on to say that these triop creatures are sometimes called dinosaur shrimp because of their long evolutionary history. Why? The ancestors of these crustaceans have evolved over the years. Why? Because it's a really cool story. They lay dormant for all these years. All right, everybody, stay where you are. We're going to be talking waterfall when we come back from the break. Howdy, this is Sean McCoy with Mickey's Mustard. I want to simply say thank you, everyone, for ordering and supporting our family-owned business. If you haven't ordered any yet, give it a try. Mickey'sMustard.com, M-I-C-K-E-Y-S, Mustard.com. More than just a mustard, made in Texas and fat-free to boot. Mickey's Mustard. Thanks, y'all. Hey, thanks for calling in, Sean. Crew, it's really good. You've had that hunting or fishing adventure of a lifetime. Now preserve that memory with an actual piece of art. For over 20 years, Schneider Taxidermy in Helena, Montana has provided superior service and a commitment for excellence to customers all across the United States. Schneider Taxidermy believes in only delivering the highest caliber of quality, matched with courteous and professional service. Whether a custom-designed piece or a shoulder mount, Schneider Taxidermy is award-winning and known for their exceptional turnaround. Skilled in all aspects of taxidermy, they have the knowledge and the experience. Having seen everything from North American to African exotics, from king salmon to bighorn sheep to elk, red stags, black bucks, mountain lions, and grizzlies, visit schneidertaxidermy.com to view their award-winning works of art and start making that once-in-a-lifetime memory truly a work of art. Where the customer is always first at Schneider Taxidermy. Waterfall season is open in many places across the country. Joining today is Toxic Calls owner and one of our own field staffers, Sean Ayer from Washington. Sean, thanks for jumping on here with us again. So my understanding a little bit, and, and the reason why I wanted to even get to know you a little bit better is, I'll be honest, I'm new to the waterfowl world. And from my following understand, that's kind of one of your realms you know one of those things that you've kind of gotten you let's be honest i know you have a very large instagram following um social media wise and such but waterfowl looks to be like something you know a bit more than i do about so if i was somebody that wanted to you know put their foot in the water and get started do you got yeah. any tips you know um a good group of friends, you know, a couple of guys that you can really rely on 
Um, there's, there's a lot more that goes into it than just getting up early. Um, you know, a group of guys that you can, you can work on, uh, putting gear together, camel and blinds, um, cleaning gear to me, the, the, a, a core group of guys is huge. And then, then it goes into gear, uh, and spending the time scouting, um, and then, and, and learning there's, there's so much to be learned, um, like any other hunting sport out there, you know, why did they do this and, and, and what made them do that? But the hours in the field, I've been doing it for a while now and, and you learn something new every time you go duck hunting or goose hunting. And so I would say, like I said, start with a good group of guys, a good buddy, you know, guys you can rely on. Then you, then you move into the gear uh, and then it's just going out with an open mind and trying to learn as much as you can. Oh, I love it. And you know, okay, so I'm assuming this is just like any other, any other adventure or anything else I've taken up over the years. I think you're right. When you find people that are also knowledgeable and have done this passion for a long time, they're really interested in just sharing what they do know. Sometimes, sometimes a person's yep. afraid to ask, but I've kind of learned to be, you know, just ask the question because everybody is excited to share what they know. They just don't know what you don't know. So don't be yep. afraid to ask. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with asking several people. Everybody does it a little different. I know there's things that I believe in, in, in the duck industry that some people say is goofy, but you take a little bit of, a little bit of everything from other people and it's, you mix it all up in a big old pot and you got what you, you get and, and, and it works for you. And it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Great advice. Okay. So with the waterfowl, I know that a lot of times duck calls, those kinds of things come into play. I've never used any of those. I'm familiar with coyote hunting, predator calls. I do turkey hunting. That's more my realm. Duck calls. How is there, you know, is there a difference between, say, duck and goose calls? How does this all work? Yep. So um, very much so difference uh, in duck and goose. And then uh, in those two categories, there's difference in those calls, you know, and, and, and how guys like to blow calls. So uh, in the duck world, kind of right off the bat, you have single read calls and you have double read calls. And they're just that one has one read, the other one has two. The double read call is a little bit easier right out of the box for somebody just getting started. It gives you those duckier notes with kind of without having to do a whole lot of work, but it does at some point hinder where you can take that duck call a uh, single read duck call uh, might take a little bit more work to get certain tones or high or low or sounds that you're looking for but uh, there's no there's really no ceiling to sounds and stuff you can make and then from the single read and double read you go into size and bore size and call length and all kinds of stuff same for the goose really there's now in the industry there's short read goose calls um back in the day the goose calls had a longer read and you know maybe didn't sound as much like a traditional goose but they definitely did the job so nowadays in the goose uh industry uh, size length of the call has a lot to do with back pressure and what you can get the call to do and then you can get into some of the guts you know, some, some companies change up the guts a little bit and that makes a difference or read thickness that changes pitch and stuff, but it really kind of, you know, find something that works for you and that you like and, uh, and run with it. Every, everybody out there has a kind of a different way of blowing a call. There might be the same foundation and basics, but then, then you've got 
you know, different notes or different sounds that you like. I'm pretty picky on a duck call and I like a very specific sound that I feel sets me apart. And that's what I look for. Wow. Okay. You're the first person I've had actually get into the nuts and bolts for say of using these calls and made sense of it. Thank you. I really got to appreciate. I got to thank you for that. You did a terrific job of explaining that even somebody like myself, who's, who's never touched a duck call feels confident now where I think I can pick one up and, and uh, give it a whirl. If nothing else, drive Tigger crazy as I'm practicing oh, in the house. I'm sure now I'm laughing and a lot of the other gals or maybe us gals, maybe we need to be the ones before our men grab the duck calls and we be the one that introduce them. So we drive them crazy first practicing our duck and goose calls you can definitely drive somebody crazy there is no doubt about that but you, you know my one of my favorite things to do is sit down at the duck pond and listen to birds and you know although a, a feeding pond duck pond is kind of a controlled area birds said certain things for a reason when other birds were coming in or leaving or you know talking amongst themselves and so those kind of things, once you have a really good foundation of your quack or your honk, and then you build on those, and it's just, it's so much fun. I, I'm guilty. I love blowing a duck call. There's days where probably I, blow, I probably blow too much, but I love working a bird and more or less tricking them at their own game because of it. Ha, huh, love it tricking them. It's all part of the hunting game, in my opinion. Sean, thanks for jumping on and talking waterfowl with us. Those interested in learning more or looking for calls to try, be sure to check out ToxicCalls.com. Again, that's ToxicCalls.com. Hint, hint, holidays, you know, they're just around the corner. Toxic Calls has you covered on that hard to shop for person in your tribe. Social media, again, follow them there too, at Toxic Calls. Stay where you are, folks. We'll make our final bend right after this. Looking for a guided turkey, <laughs> white-tailed deer, bow, or rifle hunt. Fully guided yet this fall? Yes. Look no further. Let Steve, Rob, and the fine folks from Wablo Creek Outfitters make your hunt happen. Yes! Located in southwest Missouri, Wablo Creek Outfitters offers turkey and deer hunts designed for tree stand and ground blind hunting for both bow and rifle seasons. All-inclusive packages include comfortable bunkhouse-style accommodations, farm-fresh meals, and an experience that leaves you feeling like family. Yes. Now don't wait. A few spots for the fall 2021 remain, and now booking for 2022 spring and fall hunts. Visit Wablox, spelled a little bit differently, that's W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, WablowCreekOutfitters.com, or find us on Facebook at Wablo Creek Outfitters. Book your next adventure today. Wablo Creek Outfitters, W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Bullseye. Field updates. 
All right, elk hunters, take a listen here. First, we're heading to the Badlands. Travis Teal has this to share. We had a major October cold push here in the last couple days. We got uh, the high elevations in the hills got almost 30 inches of snow. Not characteristic of October. A little bit too much to make hunting easy, but it's going to have them elk grouping up a little earlier this year, turning into their big winter herds. And I think that the late estrus cycle when this breaks and all that melts is going to really fire off. So if you still have a rifle elk tag anywhere in the Wyoming or South Dakota area, I wouldn't be afraid to get back out there. Uh, everything will melt here in the next week or so, and we'll get back to normal for the rest of October here. But I think it's going to have everything on their feet. Yeah, just wanted to touch base. We have been elk hunting a lot. A couple of our clients have filled, and we're heading back out next week. So good luck to everybody out in the field. The elk are hot. Thanks, Travis Teal from Buckstorm. Remember to catch Buckstorm on YouTube. Next, a fan and past guest of the show, Leanne Scrupe. She recently attended a ladies rooster roundup for gals new to the Upland game hunting. The ladies rooster roundup this weekend was amazing. It was geared towards ladies that really haven't done a ton of upland game hunting. And so it was fun experience for us to kind of learn from some of the experts in the field uh, how to kind of navigate starting off with gun safety. Then we went to shoot some clays and work through uh, follow through with our shotguns and a little bit of um rotation when the clay goes in different directions so that was a ton of fun then we went to a bird dog example where uh, kyle did a fantastic job from the red river valley nabda association showing us what it takes to train a dog some of the different commands they use and uh, used his weimariner out there to actually show us how a pointing dog works in the field. That was fun. And then we went to the field. Uh, a lot of roosters came home. It was just such an incredible experience put on by Abby Carlson um, and sponsored by some incredible people, the Red River Alley Sportsman Club, North Dakota Game and Fish, just really a lot of sporting efforts in this amazing event. And forever grateful for the experience. Highly, highly recommended. Love the bend. Love you guys. Hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for calling and sharing, Leanne, and perfect timing. We talked waterfall earlier. Now the upland birds, pheasants. Folks, if you are new to bird hunting or hunting in general, check with your local turkey, pheasant, duck, and, and so on, the associations out there. There's no better time than now to take that step and try something new. Thanks again, Leanne. And girl, keep us posted on your next adventures. She's definitely a girl after my own heart. Tigger, drop that coffee cup there. Put it down for a second. Don't drop it. Just put it down. There you go. There you go. Okay. Curious, Um, have you started your Christmas shopping yet? I am almost done, and you know that. I am pretty much done with you. I've got a few more gifts. I know every. I just made everybody, every husband mad out there. I got him in trouble. But. Don't feel bad, by the way, guys. I am not done. You are a last minute person. <laughs> I tend to do throughout the year. I always keep my eye open for. 
the, the special unusual. things. Like at rummage sales. I love to buy gay oh gifts gosh. for people at rummage sales. We both sales. enjoy rummage That's sailing. That's one of our most favorite kind yeah, of... You know, white elephant gifts. I think a lot of people call them that. Well, and I like how you're gifts. going down this line, this road because I know many people keep seeing it in the news. Shortages on Christmas. You know, shipping might take a little bit longer. You know, I'm just going to say this. If... If you think that there's going to be a shortage on Christmas because of something that might be in a store, you got the wrong message when it comes to Christmas. That's I could not agree that. more. This is definitely, to me, one of those years, absolutely, shop local. Check out all yeah, of those amen. stores in your hometowns. You know, there's a lot of people that make, you know, beef jerky and, oh my gosh. you know, like Sean and Mickey's mustard. Those are great gifts, those edible type things. You can send them our way anytime. Knock, knock, Sean. We need some more. We are always open to anything. And, and just how you said those homemade gifts too. use those sausages, those jerkies, those special meats. Maybe you have a jelly or something that you're known for. Well, didn't hear a couple of weeks ago you did the charcuterie boards. There you go. Those are a hit. That is the biggest thing of the year is what I've heard. So if you're in need of a gift idea, just give us a holler. If you have a topic we should investigate or have a tale of your own to share, send it this way. Call text 305-900-BEND, that is 305-900-2363, or email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Social media, we are everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, follow us at A with the Circle, The Bend Show. A huge thank you to everyone who came around The Bend, producer and sound engineer Jeff Tigger Earhart, to our Bend field staffers, Sean Ayer from Toxic Calls and Travis Teal from Buckstorm on YouTube, and welcome aboard to our newest edition, if you have a field update from fishing to hunting to hiking, camping, call the hotline. Again, that's 305-900-BEND. Spotlight shout out. Congrats again to Cooper Ivanyu in the Dakotas on filling his youth rifle tag and making it truly a family memory. And way to go on slaying the ducks too. Remember, if you have someone we should spotlight, send those pictures and stories to us. And like I said at the beginning of the show, our one-year anniversary is just around the bend. We're having a contest. Be sure to send us your favorite photo from the outdoors that you took this last year. Send it to bendradioshow at gmail.com or you can PM it to me on Facebook as well. Missed this episode. Find all our shows on the website, thebendshow.com. Thank you to our partners, Schneider Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wobbleo Creek Outfitters, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. Keep up with me back all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch back if you can next week on The Bend. Mm-hmm.